1: Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K show. Thanks for checking out the Mark K show podcast. We'd love for you to join our official Katriot network so that we can stay in touch with you and you can stay in touch with us. It's easy. Go to markk.com. That's M A R K K A Y E.com. Join the Katriot network and get a free copy of the Katriot manifesto. markk.com.
2: Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. It make show. bad news sound good.
3: Mark K for three hours a day loving it
2: this is the mark show
4: this is for mark k
2: i love your show but i hate
4: the fact that you uh you, you, you talked about succession and a character dying before i was able to binge it please do not ruin my show again love you bye
1: Love you, too. But in all fairness, I did. Hannah, and you can back me up on this one, I hope. Uh, Hannah, before I mentioned any spoilers for Succession the other day, do you recall that I said, hey, I'm about to mention a spoiler for Succession. I'll give you three seconds to change the station or turn it down. Three, two, one. One, yeah, you do you, remember that, you right? Did that
5: countdown. Yeah,
1: that's a, that, right. I was just, I was just emulating what yeah. I did the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, I feel like, in all fairness, and it was just because you know it was newsworthy. It was regarding an, uh, a, a a fake news segment that they they put in the uh, L.A. Times, and that required me to talk about Succession. But being a fan of the show myself, I specifically said, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna about to spoil it." So three. Two, one giving you ample time I didn't just blurt it out there yeah. that uh, that you know this this particular character died um and uh, and so I'm I'm sorry if you if it was well but really you only have yourself to blame 855940 uh, mark in fact my wife told me because she watches this show it used to be Kelly and Ryan and oh, yeah. now it's what is it now it's Kelly and Mark because it's mark. Well, I'll tell you. Kelly. Oh, spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> if you didn't know this yet, Ryan Seacrest left Live with uh, Kelly and Ryan. It used to be Regis and Kathy Lee long ago. Then Kathy Lee left. They brought in Kelly. Then Regis. So it was Regis and Kelly. Then Regis left, and it became Kelly and Michael when they brought in Michael Strahan. Oh, Michael Strahan. Who like, w- I mean, got whiplash walking out that door to go to ABC's Good Morning America. So then it became Kelly and Ryan. And now that Ryan's gone, and that's like her third co-host in I don't know how many years, she was like, screw this. And she hired her husband, Mark Consuelos.
5: Oh. And
1: that dude ain't going nowhere. (laughs) So it's now Kelly and Mark. But they were talking about the same thing because she apparently uh, also a fan of Succession. The other day she was talking about Succession. She said, spoiler alert. And then she received some angry emails and phone calls and things. Uh, But my wife said, you know, she's on your side. She she specifically said, I'm about to talk about this. If you don't want to hear it, Go elsewhere, come back later.
5: Yeah. yeah anyway, I, I feel know. like that's ample time.
1: Oh, by the way, did you see Succession on Sunday? No. Man, I can't believe everybody else dies. <laughs> just kidding. That's... <laughs> like, what are they going to do for the rest of the episode? Everyone's just dead, like Hamlet part two. Oh, fun fact, spoiler alert, everyone in Hamlet <laughs> dies. Everyone in Hamlet dies as well. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. Hey, uh, speaking of dead folks, uh, there's some new interesting information about the Bidens and their shady business practices that I think everybody, everybody's probably going to want to hear about. We're going to play that for you here in just a minute. Also, Ron DeSantis is on a tear against Disney. They are playing a game of chess, and I think Ron DeSantis just checkmated, uh, just checkmated Mickey Mouse. And not only that, but he's taken a victory. You know how, like, some people, they win and they go, good game. And they walk away all gentlemanly and, and, you know, polite. Then there's some people that they win and they're like, boom, in your face, I killed you. Don't even get up, mother father. Don't even get up. Don't even, you stay down. That's Ron DeSantis. And uh, we'll explain to you what he said uh, about Disney the other day, which I'm all for, by the way. I'm all for, if you defeat somebody, if you take your enemy out uh, in glorious fashion, you should definitely... You should definitely let everybody know because then what happens is because if you win a game and then you're like, good game, and you walk away, other people are going to be like, I could beat that guy. But if you beat somebody and then you belittle them and berate them and let everybody know how much you destroyed them and how easy and fun it was, you're not going to get a lot of competition. at Not a lot of people are going to be like, you know what? I'm going to stay away from that guy. I'm going to stay away from that guy. And I feel like that's kind of what Ron DeSantis was doing here. Mm. I'll play you that here in just a minute each their own yeah well what do you mean i mean like i mean some people turn they're very contained i'm not one I of those feel
5: like it's yeah okay you
1: feel like what hannah i don't
5: know like biblically aren't you supposed to like turn the other
1: cheek i mean you're supposed to turn the other cheek but also there's a there's a lesser known passage in the bible that uh, you know when you've defeated your enemy uh some say turn the other cheek others say drop your pants and show them your cheeks so that they will forever oh, is remember. That, is that in
5: Mark 22? That
1: you kicked their ass. Yeah, like that's in mark, mark 22. That's the book of Mark. For, in
5: case anyone was wondering, that doesn't exist.
1: The book as Mark 22. That's the book of Mark that I wrote myself in 2022. <laughs> the un, the un, uh, untold story okay. of uh, Jesus Christ and the uh, commandment. Anyway, eight five five nine four zero mark is a number. 855 Also, Tucker Carlson had a big, man, he had Elon Musk on yesterday. But not just for like a little bit, for like the whole hour. Elon Musk, he must have just phoned Tucker Carlson and said, I need an hour. And Tucker was like, no problem. They came and they talked about everything. They talked about AI. They talked about uh, Twitter. They talked about Donald Trump. They talked about Joe Biden. They talked about freedom of speech. A lot of it was kind of boring and difficult to listen to. Elon Musk has a very staccato He's, is it Asperger's he has? Is that the thing he has? What is it?
5: Uh, It's either autism or Asperger's. It's one remember. of
1: those. It's one of them. I mean, it's made him super successful, oh but gosh, at the same brilliant. time, to hear him talk for an hour, it was a little, it was a little jarring for me. I had to like, you know, cl- cut it up, but we'll bring you some of the highlights uh, here in just a minute of that. And also exciting news, exciting news. We have been telling you, uh, teasing for a little while that we're moving into a new studio. And this it's a big space it's a great studio it'll be quieter there'll be no fire alarms that go off during our show because we're not we're broadcasting out of a Out of an old conference room. But um, now that we're getting closer and closer, we're starting to plan out the new studio. It's going to look a lot like, like we're not, we're not like scrapping everything. You know, we've still, we've got a lot of stuff here. When we moved into this studio, we had to organize it and paint it. And we had to, you know, decorate it because we have not only our Newsmax TV show. I mean, this is not just a radio set. It's not just a podcast. It's a television set. And every Saturday at 7 p.m., you can watch the Marquez Show on Newsmax TV. And we're, you know, we're, we're tipping or dipping our toes into other little television areas and broadcast areas. And of course, our live stream on Rumble and on, on Twitch and on, on Facebook every single day get it. We're all over the place. So people watch us. They don't just, you know, they don't just hear us. And uh, And so we're really trying to make this the best, state of the art, most up to date space. And that's going to require some investment we have an idea that's going to help with that but one thing we talked about yesterday we were discussing um i don't know if you told if we told you this but jay who's our our resident button pusher he he pushes all the buttons to make the stuff work and he answers the phone so when you call up the first person you talk to is jay you know he's our he's our vice president in charge of first impressions or call screener whichever way you want to put it yikes yeah and then (laughs) jay's like wait what i gotta be the i gotta be the fate no i don't want to do that's too much pressure So Jay's going to have his own little studio, much like he has now, but there's no window between the two of us, right? We I think did we talk about this?
5: I don't know. Did we talk about this on air, Jay?
1: I don't remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All right. So there's like for right now, we have two studios. Jay's in his own little hovel. Hannah and I are in the main studio, and there's a big window so we can see Jay and he can see us. Well, the new studio configuration again, it's very similar. There's a studio for me and Hannah to broadcast from, and then there's the control room on the other side of the wall where Jay will be broadcasting but there's no window. Mm-hmm. And I said to the powers that be, I said, look, if we're moving in here, we need a window. We need to be able to communicate visually with each other. I need to look at Jay and like do this number. He's got to look at me and do that number. And there's all these hand signals, it's like a baseball game. You know, you've got the hand signals, yeah. very similar situation with broadcast radio, right? Yeah. Jay knows <laughs> and the curveball ball, curve ball. All right, it's coming up. Here there comes this, <laughs> here comes the heat. Uh, so anyway, so I we go, what we're going to need is we're going to need a, um, we're going to need a window. And they came to us and said, we in, we looked into it. A window, a soundproof three-panel, like bulletproof Joe Biden Secret Service window between these two rooms is going to cost upwards of thirty thousand dollars.
4: Insane.
1: I felt that was insanity. Yeah. I thought to myself, I could go to like I go to Home Depot. Jay and I could knock this window out. It would cost five hundred bucks total.
4: Yeah.
1: Total, right? And that's with my that's with my labor uh, costs included. Uh, but they're like, no, no, no. It's a special. It's six inches thick? It's got. You know, like whatever. The
5: glasses? I mean, th- well, six you can look at, look
1: how that's like th- six inches worth oh, of. Oh,
5: the like space itself. And okay. there's three panels. Yeah. It's
1: all sound. It's got to be sound quality, FCC, whatever. I don't even know. So they're like, yeah, it's $30,000. So we came, they came up with a better idea. And I go, what's the better idea? And they go, well, we'll put a screen on your side. Big TV screen. Right. We'll put a big TV screen on Jay's side and we'll hook up cameras. So instead of an actual window, it'll be a digital window and it'll be closed-circuit television so you can see what Jay's doing at all times. It's a digital window, which, interestingly enough, is like 10 times cheaper because all that's you so need... surprising. All you need are like two big-ass TV screens and a couple cameras. Yeah. Yeah, I go, all right, that's pretty good. So yesterday, we're doing like a little studio discussion and we're trying to plot it out and see what needs to go where. And I say, here's where we should put Jay's screen. And our 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 boss, like the vice president of the company, and he goes, you know what we should do? And I go, what? He goes... We should put Jay's screen on like a wheeled stand, so you can wheel it around. And I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Yeah, so you could like you could have Jay here or there. If you turn around, you're just somewhere else. Jay, you could Jake, can just follow you, or you, you know, it's like um, it's like one of those iPads on a on a Segway that they use sometimes. Yes, you see them on like sporting events and stuff." Uh, it's going to be like Jay's going to be a mobile robot in our studio always watching. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> or fun fact if Jay like ticks us off or if we don't want him to see what we're doing, we can just spin him around and put him in the corner.
5: Yeah. And I then that. and
1: then Jay'll be like, "Hello, is it hello, is anybody there?" So uh, so we're going to have a, you know some people have mobile DJs, we're just going to have a mobile Jay. <laughs>
5: I love that. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, Jay, do you like that?
1: <laughs> I sure do. I'm gonna be honest with Wait, you. Wait, does
5: he get to control the the robot?
1: Oh God, no! I'm in control. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, like he uh, no. doesn't
5: have like a little uh, dongle.
1: Just like no, there's. I don't want to talk. I don't know if Jay has a dongle or I, not. Uh, I assume so. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how. Assume he is, correct. I don't know how you're oh identifying. My goodness,
5: stop this! Don't want about like well, a little, what are you a little talking shifter about? thingy.
1: A little shifter thingy,
5: like a joystick. <laughs> That's what it's um, called, right?
1: Again, I assume Jay has a joystick, but <laughs> it's not. It's You're not. This I do dirty. identify as a man. Listen, it's not mobile. It's not motorized. It's oh. a. It's like got four casters, and it's um. a pole, and there's gonna be a TV on it with Jay's face on it. Okay. So, you, you know who's gonna be moving the thing around, Hannah? Me. You. That's I mean. <laughs> You're gonna be the joystick. I'm gonna say, right. Hannah, move Jay over there. Hannah, spin Jay that way. Yeah, Hannah, did spin Jay around really fast? Let's see if he throws up. <laughs> that's that, that's okay. what we're gonna be doing. Uh, but no, but we're starting to put those together. Also, we came up with a fantastic idea because a lot of people, uh, you know, they always, they love being part of this show. Um, we have opportunities, we think, to maybe even bring people into the studio more often. And because we have more space, we're thinking of building a, kind of like building our own wall, like Donald Trump did, but we're going to build a wall of patriots.
5: Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah, and we have some pretty, sna- We're we're working out the details and we're working out how that's going to work, but it's going to be fantastic. And that means that if you are, you know, a patriot. If you've been listening to this show for since day one, or really, if you are new to the show and you just love it, um, then we're going to give you the opportunity to be part, to be part of our brand new studio space uh, forever, or until they kick us out of that studio and make us go to another. Yeah. One. Eight, five, although there's no other bigger studios around here, so I don't foresee that happening anytime soon. That
5: thing's massive.
1: 855 five, oh, mark is our number, 855 oh, 6275 In addition to that, since it's Tuesday today, we decided today we're going to play some MAGA Match Game, which is a great game. Uh, one of our favorites, and we'll give away some free stuff. And Hannah has trivia. Okay, so.
5: I'm almost done with it.
1: <laughs> You're not even done with it. I have like three more questions left. All right, listen. I may need to approve the questions before trivia. Oh, no,
5: no, no, no. Because then that that, that affects work. The um, what's it called? The score. Yeah, the score. <laughs> the score. I mean, the, it's, the not gonna, it's not it's not going to affect the, the score integrity that much. Of oh the game. Okay. <laughs> oh right. my goodness. No the integrity.
1: Okay, fine, but okay, but have you had these questions looked at by anybody or independently read through because
5: No, it's only the 3 of us that work here.
1: That's true, but last week we had a real problem with one of the questions. Are there any chess questions?
5: There are, I left out all chess questions. Okay. We're okay. Good.
1: Again, it wasn't even that it was a chess question. Like, there are, you know, there are, there are good questions about chess, but this was just a, a bad, bad question about chess. I'm just saying, are the questions all. I
5: mean, I like them. Dude,
1: you, you should maybe double check them.
5: Who am I going to check? With? I'll go bring it to uh, Jimmy.
1: All right, go find somebody that's gonna <laughs> go find somebody that can look at them quickly and just make sure. Okay. Uh, they're all good. Eight five five nine 4 0 oh, marks So we got a bunch of open mic messages too. If you want to send us one that we'd love to have it, just go to any one of our Catriot Radio Network radio stations, download their mobile app. And then uh, you know, what you do is you just hit the button that says open Mike." you can record a message, and you can get it here on the air pretty and pretty quickly. I mean, pretty gosh darn quickly. And then we'll um. that's one way to be a part of the show. Another way is to give us a call, 855-940-MARK. If you're listening, you're like, you know, what Mark K's talking about right now, I've got an opinion on that. Then uh, then by all means, we'd love to hear it, 855 940 6275. Coming up in just a minute, Joe Biden and his crime syndicate gets even bigger, and Republicans bring the receipts. Plus, Ron DeSantis just sticks it to Disney, but good. We'll bring you those stories and so much more. Stay tuned. The Marque Show is just kicking off. 85-940 Mark. 855-940-6275. Quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs>
3: I believe that Joe Biden is operating under a misheard statement from George
1: H.W. Bush in which he said voodoo economics. Biden, being senile and hard of hearing, of course, thought he said boohoo economics, and therefore that's what we've had for the last few years. Boohoo economics. I love that. Boohoo economics. We're going to have that for another couple years, too until at least 2024 and probably beyond 8559 mark is our number by the way that was that and most people know about that from Ferris Bueller's day off the scene where <laughs> the scene where Ben Stein's talking about it as the teacher in
3: 1930 the republican controlled house of representatives in an effort to alleviate the effects of the anyone 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 the great depression passed the anyone anyone anyone, anyone? anyone? The tariff bill the hawley smoot Tariff Act, which anyone raised or lowered, <laughs> raised tariffs in an effort to collect more revenue for the federal government. Did it work? Anyone? Anyone, anyone know the effects?
1: no it did, it did not, not work in the United States yeah anyway and then when he goes into something D-O-O economics voodoo that's a great movie 855-940-MARK is our number 855-940-6275 that's before movies went woke oh speaking of which Disney which which uh, Ron DeSantis has you know they've been going back and forth this whole Reedy Creek development district uh, it's been it's been kind of um, at play ever since Ron DeSantis said we're going to get rid of it because Disney's fighting our own legislation and trying to uh, hurt our families here in Florida uh, Disney says Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, uh, pull one over on you and we're gonna establish the um, Reedy Creek Development District, uh, you know, new land grants for the next 25 decades. Uh, But now Ron DeSantis has come up with a, a, um a way to get that scam, uh, you know, assessment gone. Uh, there's new legislation coming that's going to make, well, the Reedy Creek Development District, you know, non-existent just the way he wanted it to. But that's not the end of the battle. There's more to it. Uh, Disney, which, again, has failed measurably since they've gone woke, um, now faces not just the loss of their self-governing status here in the state of Florida, but in addition to that, they're getting uh, they're getting a not-so-idle threat from the governor and soon to be probably presidential candidate Ron DeSantis, about what the rest of the Reedy Creek Development District is going to look like. We'll play those clips here in just a minute and tell you the rest of the story. Plus, we'll get to some of your input. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Quick break, everybody. More Mark K Show right after this.
2: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show.
3: You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day
0: loving
3: it
2: this is the marquet show does lady dylan leave the toilet seat up or down when shim's done inquiring minds
1: i'll be honest with you i cannot answer that question because i use the men's room and as far as i know he does not so maybe uh maybe we can have hannah do an investigative report on that and dip into the men's room and see what status the the seats. i mean the ladies room and see what status the seats up is it up or down when the, uh, I imagine he's a sitter, right? Probably. I mean, anyway, 855-940-MARK is our number, 855 Real quick, before we get to Ron DeSantis v. Disney, we've got Derek on the line in Jacksonville. Hi, Derek. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Oh, doing fantastic, Derek. Thanks so much for the call. What's going on, sir? What'd you want to say today? Well, you know, I'm a longtime listener, like, you know, yeah. pre-this show, a number of years. Yeah. I was just wondering how to, how to get a chance to make the wall. Oh, how to make the uh, the Catriod wall that we're building in the new studio? Correct. Well, here's the thing. I don't want to oftentimes I get really excited about something and I talk about it before it's, you know, ready for prime time or before all the ducks are in a row or before we've we've even just cemented the idea. But I can give you kind of a vague I'll give you a vague idea. I don't know if you've ever been to a church or a museum or a school or some fantastic uh, memorial, and there are there are bricks or there are blocks in the wall or on the ground, and the bricks and blocks have some kind of inscription on it, like you know, in uh, you know the 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 Guile family or something, yeah. or in uh, honor of Jay Bose or something like that. And those are um, those are sponsored bricks that people are able to. To uh, you know, make sure they're cemented forever for history. So people come by and say these are the most important prominent people that made this kind of thing happen. You know, you know how that works. I do. We're going to do something hey, take similar. My money. Yeah. take my money. Oh, her. Okay, good. <laughs> Jay, hang on. Get Derek's number. We're gonna get his credit card information. We're gonna start charging. No, but we're but we're gonna do that. But it's gonna be not just a brick. It's gonna be something very special. But we want to make sure, like we said, we have all the special things in place. We want to make sure we have all the benefits lined up. And then we want to be able to make sure that we can, you know, yeah, take your money and uh, and return, you know, the favor. And then we're going to – and I think we only have spaces for 100, right?
5: I, we yeah. measured. We measured. We
1: measured, yeah. Uh, I think we only have spaces for 100 on our wall. But we're going to put – we're going to call – oh, and it's going to be called something glorious like um, – The Catriot Wall of Distinction or uh, the Catriot Caliber Wall of Heroes or, you know, uh, Catriots of Excellence or something. We'll come up with something. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a great idea. If you have any great ideas what we should call our wall, by all means, we'd love to hear that uh, as well. Um, Hell, at this point, we'll sell you naming rights, too. It could be the... (laughs) (laughs)
5: Anything.
1: Yeah, except Bud Light. It won't be... But if you want the Yingling Wall of Excellence, I'm all about that.
5: Oh, my gosh,
1: yeah, Yingling, call us up. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855 940 But I would just say, Derek, stay tuned. We'll bring you that information here in just a minute. All right, let's get back to uh, Ron DeSantis' Big Daddy D, as Hannah likes to call him, and Disney... Uh, which is they've been going it, man. They've been going head to head. They've been going at it. And uh, for those of you that downloaded the Mark K show, uh, Mark K saves the Republic podcast this morning, you've heard a lot of this story already. But for those of you that have not, I don't know what you're waiting for it's free. And second of all, it's uh, it's really fascinating how this continues. Walt Disney, uh, Walt Disney, the Walt Disney Company, they are it's an interesting scenario because they have the majority of their property. They have all of their not all of, but the majority of their theme parks and the majority of their revenue on a daily basis coming from Walt Disney World in Florida. There are now, I guess it four or five theme parks there. There's Magic Kingdom, Epcot. There's uh, the Hollywood one, studio, Hollywood Studios, and really... then the Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And then they've got like, you know, they've got. And they
5: have little water. They've got the parks, lagoon. Right?
1: Yeah. What's it? The Blue Her- Lagoon? No, not the no. Blue Lagoon. That's a sex thing. Typhoon. Typhoon Lagoon. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Anyway, they've got all this. And they've got a <laughs> golf courts. There's something like 63 hotels. It's ridiculous, but it's a massive. I mean, it is a city. Disney has a city here in the state of Florida, and that is where they make all their money. Problem is, they don't run the company from Florida. They run the company from the headquarters in Burbank, California, a.k.a. Hollywood. And the Hollywood branch, which is in charge of all the Disney streaming services, in charge of all the movies and the production, they're in charge of the Disney on ice, they're in charge of the Walt Disney Company in Burbank, they make all the decisions. Well, Burbank in California is part of or is surrounded by a bunch of lunatic socialist leftists because it's a blue state. And not only is California a blue state, but Burbank and Hollywood and the place where Disney's headquartered, is about as blue and crazy as you can get, which means the people that work there are unduly influenced by the the far left uh, to make decisions about the entire company. Again, the majority of their assets are here in Florida a red state a free state a state that is about as polar opposite to California as you can get these days and so in Burbank a couple of employees and when i say a couple i mean a couple when you look at when you look at the vast number of disney employees or at least the ones before they had to start laying folks off the vast number of disney employees were not Angry. We're not woke. We're not upset that there were not more LGBTQ characters in Disney films. They were not more upset that Disney wasn't, uh, you know, featuring, uh, you know, transgender characters or or teaching kids about gender fluidity or any of these other things. But, like I said, about a hundred or so, a handful of really loud, obnoxious ones were, and they were in Burbank. And they started to complain and to protest and to go to their bosses and demand that changes be made, that Disney adopt a woke culture because the majority of people in this world are woke, which is not entirely true. In fact, it's not true at all. And the majority of Disney's customers do not want that kind of messaging in their otherwise family-friendly films. But again, that's what happens when you headquarter you're co- your company in a blue state. You make bad decisions. And so they started to attack Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Why? because of the Parental Rights and Education Act. The Parental Rights and Education Act, which says, hey guys, we're not gonna talk about sex or homosexuality or heterosexuality for that matter. We're not gonna talk about any sexuality. We're not gonna talk about peepees or vajayjays or gender or you know sitting down when you go to the bathroom. We're not gonna talk about any of that stuff. Who's going where? No pronouns, just go to school from kindergarten to third grade and learn to read and learn to write and learn your ABCs and your one, two, threes and maybe do some finger painting. But let's not talk about who we like to sleep with, and what kind of body parts we have in the classroom because that's not what parents want. It's called the Parental Rights and Education Act. Well, the angry folks at Disney and elsewhere labeled it, incorrectly, the Don't Say Gay Bill. And the media picked up on it, and the news started calling it the Don't Say Gay Bill, and people all over on The View and on the Oscars and everywhere else, they were all like, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis doesn't want you to say gay. He's a homophobe. And, you know, it became... It became a whole big thing. Well, Disney, again, in their infinite wisdom, Disney Burbank decided that they were going to use money that they made as a corporation to stand up against this fictitious don't say gay bill. They actually made an announcement. They were going to use their valuable resources, their income, their money to fight the imaginary don't say gay bill here in Florida and in other states where similar legislation might pop up. And Ron DeSantis heard this and said, well, that's weird because the money you make, a lot of it, is from right here in Florida. And the money you make in Florida, a lot of it, you are able to make because you don't pay as much in taxes and you don't pay utilities. And in fact, we gave you years ago, decades ago, Walt Disney himself was able to procure a fantastic land grant called the Reedy Creek Development District. And that gave Disney autonomy and tax breaks and so much more Just, you know, I mean, ability to maneuver quickly and, as a result, make more money. So Florida, being a business partner of Disney, helped them make millions and millions, probably billions of dollars they wouldn't have made otherwise. And now Disney said, you know what we're going to do, business partner of Florida? Use that money to attack your legislature, attack the elected officials, and attack the majority of parents and voters in your state. Ron DeSantis wasn't having that, so he said, you're going to lose your autonomy. You're going to lose the Reedy Creek Development District, and he took it away. But before he did, those Disney peeps, their lawyers, they thought they were smart. They went to the Reedy Creek Development Board and said, listen, before you guys disband, before you're dissolved by this crazy lunatic governor who hates gay people, before that happens, why don't you grant us like another 200 years worth of autonomy? And they did. And Ron DeSantis said, wait a minute, this is not at all, this is not at all gonna hold up in court. This is not at all gonna be legal. You're not gonna win this. A lot of people thought Disney'd beaten DeSantis. A lot of people thought Disney found a way around it. Disney had outsmarted Mr. MAGA himself. Ron DeSantis, as Donald Trump said, uh, fell for the uh, oldest trick in the book, Um, and that the lawyers that Disney paid were more, more intelligent than the legislators here in Florida. Didn't turn out to be the case, and now Ron DeSantis is about to legislate his way out of this mess and legislate Disney into the same problem they had two weeks ago. And in addition to that, when the Reedy Creek Development District falls, there is land that is freed up right next to Disney World, right next door and that goes back to the state to do with as they please. And you can imagine, any land right next to Disney World is valuable. So Ron DeSantis mentioned that yesterday in a speech he gave describing what's about to happen.
4: One of the things they tried to do was was put restrictive covenants on the land that the district owns. So if you look at this whole special district, Walt Disney Corporation obviously owns a lot of it, but the district owns other land. You know. Quite frankly, I wasn't even thinking about that land. Uh, this was not something that was really important one way or another. We just wanted them to live under the same rules, pay the debt, pay the taxes, all that stuff. Oh, but come to think of it, now people are like, well, there's, what should we do with this land?
1: Yeah, what should we do with all that Disneyland? Not the Disneyland, but the land next to Disney. What should we do with it? If you were the governor of Florida, what would you do with all that land Right next to Disney World, well Ron DeSantis has been getting a lot of ideas from a lot of different people, and he shared some of them.
4: People have said you know maybe maybe have a, another uh, maybe create a state park, mm. maybe try to do more amusement uh, mm. parks uh, someone even said like. Maybe you need another state prison. Who knows? I mean, I just think that the, the possibilities are, 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 are endless. Oh, a
1: state prison. That's Ron DeSantis' plan. That's the one he floated, and that's the one the media picked up on saying Ron DeSantis threatens to put a state prison right next to Disney World. Which, I mean, look, I'm going to be honest with you. If, as long as it's high security, I think it should be fine. But Disney World doesn't want a state prison next to the happiest place on Earth. Disney World doesn't want a state prison and a penitentiary next to their multi-billion dollar amusement mecca. And they definitely don't want another amusement park there. They definitely don't want Universal expanding or somebody else who's trying to break into the market. I mean... Hell, I'm shocked Elon Musk hasn't yet opened a theme park. It's about the only thing he doesn't own. But maybe that's what, maybe that's what's next. Maybe Elon Musk will purchase the land from Ron DeSantis and he'll come in and he'll create Twitter World or, or, or SpaceXverse or, you know, just free speech land. I don't know, something along. It's Elon Musk. He's capable of, he's capable of pretty much anything he wants to do. But now Ron DeSantis is showing Disney, you don't mess with us. You don't try to get it come around us. And now not only did you lose your special status, but we've gained a little bit of property right next door to yours and we can do with it whatever we want. Hannah, what do you think they should do with it?
5: So I was thinking a competing theme park like, like, a competing like DeSantis theme park. Land or something like that
1: Oh like actually have Ron DeSantis Use the land to create a DeSantis Land
5: Yeah or they could sell it to Universal And then Universal could really compete yeah. With uh, Disney World Like I think right that, next door Yeah right next door
1: Yeah I like the prison idea Jay what do you think any ideas What would you do with land A whole swath of land right next to Disney World If you were Ron DeSantis A massive shooting range Massive Ooh, shooting be- range would be good yeah That would be great <laughs> I'm a big fan of casinos now I know the Seminoles here in Florida have pretty much wrapped that up and they've they've pushed all the legislation and I know that it's very difficult but I feel like Ron DeSantis is able to do and most importantly undo whatever he wants so a big huge casino because Disney World does not want casinos in fact all the anti-gambling legislation and all the anti uh well the dog track racing it was all supported by two groups the Walt Disney Company and the Seminole Tribe of Florida because mm-hmm. the Seminole Tribe of Florida already has the rights to all the casinos in this state and Disney World doesn't want more casinos in this state. They want all the families and all the people bringing their money right to the happiest place on earth. But I'm always, I'm all for another casino, especially yeah. one that's a little closer. We're a little, I'm like three and a half hours away from either casino. It's a little lengthy. That's a
5: long, that's a long way. It's
1: a lot, five hours from the one in Hollywood. Eight five five nine four. <laughs> so you know what I'd like them to do? I was wondering if they could you just give the Seminoles more land closer to my house so they could build another <laughs> casino, another Hard Rock Seminole casino right here in Jacksonville. That'd be swell. Oh, maybe put it in the river like they used to do with the riverboats in Biloxi because the river is not anyone's private. You know, you can do whatever you want in the river except I think kill people. I don't think. I don't yeah, think, it's still not. Allowed. I don't think you can. But you can like gamble and and you know do all the horror and all sorts of stuff like that. 855, we have rivers in Florida That's all I'm saying Yeah. 8 of that, they're being totally underutilized 855-940-MARK is our number 855-940-6275 If you were Ron DeSantis and you dissolved Disney's special status And you found out, hey, there's a whole bunch of really valuable Real estate right next door To the Magic Kingdom, what would you put there? Another theme park, a prison, a shooting range A casino? Uh, the sky's the limit, we want to hear your ideas 855-940-MARK, quick break We'll be right back
4: said, you know, maybe, maybe have uh, another, uh, maybe create a state park, maybe try to do more amusement uh, parks. Uh, Someone even said, like, maybe you need another state prison. Who knows? I mean, I just think that the the possibilities are are
1: endless. I'm going to, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like we could always use another state prison. You can never have too many prisons, especially in the state of Florida. Eight five five nine four zero mark is our number. 855 627 I know we got a whole bunch of people that want to come, and they have great ideas for what we should put next to Disney World. Uh, mark is in Jacksonville. Hey, Mark, how you doing?
3: Hey, good, Mark. How
1: you doing? Hey, good, Mark. What's on your mind? What's your idea? Well, my idea is putting a humongous pig farm. Humongous pig farm? Yeah. That's uh, a great way to bring home some bacon.
3: Well, that's a fantastic way. Yeah, and and then maybe, maybe next to it put a fan farm, where they have a bunch of fans that are blowing the wind. Oh,
1: I'd I like think the, that'd be great. I know what you're talking. about. The fan farm, they, the windmills they call them. And then yeah, you could get some. Uh, you get the pigs going on one side. You uh, have the windmills going on the other. I love it. Eight five five nine foil mark is our number. Michelle in Ohio. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great, Mark. Oh, good. Michelle, what's your idea for Ron DeSantis uh, to build something next to Disney World now that we've freed up all this land? I think the perfect thing to put in that location is a brand spanking new sewage plant. A sewage plant. <laughs> That's great. Yes, we also, listen, we don't necessarily want to run Disney out of business because, you know, they make a lot of money for the state of Florida, but a sewage plant would be, uh, oh, you know, again, we could always use, we could always use another sewage plant. Charles in Broken Arrow. What's up, Charles. Hey, how you doing? Hey, we're uh, good. Love your show. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I really do. Uh, Charles, what's on your mind? What do you think? What do you think, Ron DeSantis, the optimal thing to build right next to Disney World uh, down in the Orlando area? What would that be? Well,
2: the lady before me stole my idea, but I got it back up. How about a big old nasty landfill?
1: Oh, big, <laughs> big old nasty landfill. Not to, is there anything? Yeah. Is, let me ask you: Are there non-nasty landfills out there? I just assumed all landfills were kind of nasty.
2: Well, you got some that, you know, just take uh, trash, you know. Uh, yeah. The landfills, they usually take, like, wet garbage, you know, like stuff you scrape
1: off plates. plate. Stuff oh, right they there. take the wet garbage. I mean, yeah, wet garbage landfill. That yeah. sounds that yeah. sounds pretty disgusting. Hey, thanks so much. You know what? That You could even combine the two. Do you remember in Toy Story 3 when the toys were thrown into the landfill? I do. Yeah. You could just create a landfill and make it Toy Story 3 World.
5: That... That would be fun. I love that. I'll (laughs) bet it would
1: have to be a wet, nasty landfill. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-627. We'll take more of your phone calls here in just a minute. Don't go anywhere, folks. More Mark K Show next.
2: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show.
1: You make bad
2: news
3: sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Love
1: it!
2: This is the Marquez Show.
1: 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We really appreciate it. Uh, we got a bunch of people on the line that want to comment about what should go right next to Disney World. Now that we have, uh, you know, the ample opportunity to build something. Right next to Disney World. First, though, I'll tell you, speaking of things, uh, speaking of money and whatnot, Joe Biden. I know you know how we talk about the the Joe Biden corruption family all the time and how they have this this massive criminal mastermind plot where they're trying to get money from China and Ukraine and Russia and all these other places and sell it for political influence. You know how we've been talking about that and how the the laptop shows 10 percent to the big guy, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, it may be even worse than we knew Beforehand, James Comer was on, uh, I think Fox News yesterday. Listen to what he found out about how widespread this Biden crime syndicate goes.
6: There are thousands of pages of documents relating to financial transactions. And let let me be very clear. This isn't just about the president's son or the president's brother. We've identified six new Biden family members involved in shady uh, foreign transactions that we believe were a direct result of influence peddling?
1: Six more, because we know James uh, Biden, Joe Biden's brother, is probably one of the suspects that we've been looking at. Hunter Biden, of course, with the lap man, you know, Mr. Laptop himself. We've always thought that Hunter Biden was. So you got Joe, James, you got Hunter... That's three. I mean, how many is this total now?
6: Uh, That brings the number of Biden family members now to nine that were involved in the Biden family influence peddling. And we still have more family members that uh, we suspect were involved. So this is a family affair. Look
1: at that. Which, by the way, everything with Joe Biden's a family affair because he likes to – well, yeah, never mind. We don't – we're still – the, the jury's still out on that. But this is nine Bidens. That's like that's like the entire Brady Bunch, including Alice. Every single one of those nine squares would be filled with potential Biden, uh, Biden criminals. Are you counting the squares in your head? I was. Do you know the, you've seen so you the just, Brady Bunch, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah, the be, Brady Bunch. Right, but it'd be like if Joe Biden were in charge, it'd be, you know, a little different. Like, here's the story of a creep named Biden who was bringing up two very troubled kids and a daughter. By the name of Ashley, who we like to shower with. Here's the story of a guy named Joey who was morally corrupt and compromised. So he sold out his very own country so he and his could thrive. And then one day when they got tons of cash from China Just by selling them access and influence Pretty soon they were all millionaires That's how all these crooks became the Biden bunch The Biden bunch The Biden bunch That's the way these crooks became the Biden bunch And then Tiger jumps in Oh, it wouldn't be Tiger, it'd be Champ uh you know <laughs> hur, hur, hur. what is it champ anyway so that's basically what James Comer's saying that there's now nine Bidens that could be linked to uh, scandalous deals with China and other countries that are that are basically influence peddling and they've got they've they've got some real proof for it
6: this is something that should be troubling to every american and what we've learned from from going through these records are there are a lot of additional uh, LLCs a lot of additional bank accounts that we didn't know prior to going uh, to the Treasury Cabinet. So we've learned a lot. This investigation is ongoing, but I can tell you without hesitation, it's very serious and the President of the United States is gonna have a very hard time explaining how so many of his family members have received so much money from our adversaries around the world.
1: I mean, that's not surprising. Joe Biden has a hard time explaining anything. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Biden, Joe Biden and a hard time explaining, that's definitely, I mean, he has a hard time, you know, he has a hard time explaining what a kleptocracy is.
2: Putin's kleptocracy, uh, uh, yeah. Kleptocracy, and klep- the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> I
1: mean, he has a hard time describing what the, you know, Declaration of Independence is. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go you know the you know the thing. Yeah, 940 Mark is our number. 940 6275 So that is another story that we're following along. Uh we're gonna see just how many I don't even know how many Bidens there are left. I think nine Bidens? I don't think I can even let's see. There's Joe, there's James, there's Jill, there's well, Bo, may he rest in peace. There's Hunter, there's Ashley. That's six. There's, I mean, there's got to be more Biden, right? I don't right? know any there's, of the other well, ones. Well, Hallie Biden by marriage and also because she slept with her dead brother's brother or dead husband's brother. There you so go. So that's seven. I don't even know. I got to get a hand uh, Don Lemon me a Biden family tree. Okay. And we'll see how many Bidens there are. That could be uh, potentially involved in this scandal. Eight five five nine four zero mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. In the meantime, let's go back to the phones because we had a lot of people that have some great ideas for Ron DeSantis. Now that he's now that all this land has been freed up next to Disney World, what on what in the, what on earth should uh, should we be putting there? Ron DeSantis says, "You know what would be great? You know what I would love to see? I would love to see a prison." People
4: have said, you know, maybe maybe have a, another, uh, maybe create a state park, maybe. Try to do more amusement uh, parks. Uh, someone even said, like, maybe you need another state prison. Who knows? I mean, I just think that the, the possibilities are, are, are,
1: are endless. 855 five, 9 Royal mark is our number. Steve in Jacksonville. What's your idea, Steve? What should we build right there next to the happiest place on earth?
2: If I was around to I'd get out of Trump. Sell it to Trump.
1: You sell it to Trump.
2: a big Trump, Trump tower up there with a golf course. Yeah. And then Trump could turn right around. And uh, sell Dumbo uh, bears to compete
3: with
1: Mickey Mouse. I like it. You maybe like a Mar-a-Lago, Central Florida version, or you know, some kind of uh, Maga Land or something. That'd be great. Eight five five nine four zero. Instead of mouse ears, everyone gets a red hat when you walk around, which is uh, which would be kind of fun. Uh, this is Tom in Jacksonville. Hey, Tom, how are you? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's your idea, Tom? Uh, about Dollywood South. so Dolly can stick it to him. Dollywood South. <laughs> Maybe get Marsha Blackburn to help her out. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, Dollywood is what Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Is that right? I believe so. I've never been to Dollywood, but I hear that it's a fantastic time. My
5: mom loves it.
1: Your mom loves Dollywood? Yeah. Not at all shocking to me that your mom <laughs> would love well You can make lie your own lie soap, is what I hear, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. 855, that's what Joe Biden uses, by the way. Lie soap.
4: Because he's a liar. Right, that's
1: 855 940 Mark is our number. Ed in Dayton, Ohio. What's up, Ed? Hey Mark. Hey Ed, what do you what do you think? What should go next to the uh, the Disney World, um, you know, former Reed Creek development area there? Now, now that the land's all freed up.
4: Well, they wouldn't go for it, but it did have the same impact as uh, the prison. I think they ought to have a strip club or a whorehouse or something like that, and they ought to have a, some uh, somebody leak it to the den so they could put
1: it out there. Oh, I see what you're asking. You know, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of the strip club. Or the, uh, well, the whorehouse. I mean, I just think, you know, I don't think we need to get morally depraved. I think there's other things people, like maybe like a mega church. I don't think Disney would like a mega church right next door, would they?
5: No but I think that would be fantastic.
1: They used to have this theme park, I kid you not, In uh, right ne- down the road, it closed during COVID, and I never got a chance to go, but it was called the Holy Land Experience. Do you remember that? I do,
5: and I wanted to go there, and it, mm, stupid COVID. You never went? No, I never went. My, my parents went.
1: Of all right. the people, of course they did. They went to Dollywood, the Holy Land <laughs> Experience. Uh, of all the people that I thought would have visited the Holy Land Experience, I thought it would be you, and it was, again, I'm speaking out of turn, because I never went, but from what I heard, or from what I saw online it was a jesus themed theme park
5: yeah and it was like there was like reenactments and stuff yeah
1: and, and look, and when you drive down uh, I-4, which is the big highway that takes you from, you know, the the east coast to the west coast and right right past Disney World and all the theme parks, SeaWorld, all that kind of stuff, it was right there on the right-hand side, mm-hmm. and it looked like a big coliseum.
5: Yes, exactly. And
1: apparently on the inside you would walk through different areas. There was a Galilee and Judea and that kind of thing. And again, I'd, I never went, but I imagine – if you did that, uh, and it's closed now, but if you did something like that near Disney World and really made it, like for example, you had a large wave pool that parted, like Moses could part it. And you Love could, that. You could, that's how you would walk in, right? You yeah. would, be, you would have, to, have to gather and you'd be like, what's this big thing with water? And then it parts and you walk into the, the Holy Land experience. That would be fantastic. Or, you know, you um, they have water fountains, but then when you hit the button, it turns into wine. <laughs> I mean, that would be great. That would, you'd have to be 21 and up, I think. Yeah. For that kind of thing. Uh, I don't know, but I, I just think that would be a fantastic idea I as well. If so. somebody wants to to take that and run with it, eight five five nine four zero. Mark is our number. Mike is in Ohio. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Hey Mark, great show! Hey, I know what to do with that property. What do you think? Uh, how about the How about the Donald J. Trump Presidential Library? Yeah, that's I'm a great. Sure he's, I'm, I'm sure he's not going to want it in New York now. He can have a bar on back and call Pelosi's place. You know, I'm bar off and call it Pelosi. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed your tour of the Trump Presidential Library. Here's a coupon for ten percent off at Pelosi's. Go get yourself a get yourself a mark. That's a great idea. I assume the Trump Presidential Library will be, your right, in Florida uh, because it's not going to be it's not going to be in New York at all. Although they may, I guarantee somebody's trying to make sure all those funds for the Trump Presidential Library are cut off and uh, and refurbished or um, you know re, uh, reallocated somewhere else. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Tommy in Tulsa, what's up, Tommy? Yeah, Take you at theme park. Oh, a Catriot theme park. Yeah. That's a great idea. That's Catriot. What kind of things would you see at the Catriot theme park? Uh, bourbon tasting. Bourbon.
5: <laughs> like an Epcot, but for bourbon. You know, I don't
1: know. Bourbon tasting. I don't know. What else? Do you, what, what else? That's all I know you guys do. That's a great idea, too. 855. Listen, uh, if you have an idea, because now that this land is freed up, it could really be anything. And Ron DeSantis is toying with the idea of a rival theme park or a prison or something that would ruffle those feathers over there at Disney because, you know, he wants to make sure they understand who's really in charge. 940 uh, mark is our number. We'll line up some more of your phone calls. Quick break. We've got some. We've got some um, Maga match game coming up here in just a minute too. Plus, Elon Musk was chit chatting with Tucker Carlson for like an hour yesterday. He had some very interesting things to say about free speech, about AI, about Joe Biden, and about Donald Trump as well. That's coming up too. So don't go anywhere. Stay right where you are. More Show next. My name is Mark K. 855 mark is our number. 855 By the way, I'm the best father in the world. I'm the best father. I don't know if you know. I'm Maybe not the best, but I'm up there. I'm pro- probably top five. My daughter just uh, sent me a uh, text message from school. Right. And she wrote, I took a quiz on fentanyl and I got all the questions right.
5: <laughs> okay.
1: And I said, yay. And then she wrote back and said, I got a free pair of sunglasses. And then she sent me a picture of herself and her fentanyl sunglasses and she said it was part of the health fair. So I wrote back, yay, fentanyl. Oh,
5: my gosh. No, you did not. <laughs> well,
1: you know, free seconds, not every day yet. <laughs> but then I was like, why does she know so much about fentanyl? I don't know. Anyway, but I guess I mean, it's a good she thing. I she's
5: probably taught that. Yeah,
1: no, I guess it's a good thing. I guess she needs to know what to look out for. And, and they're cool shades. They're cool shades. I mean, if you if you were doing fentanyl and you put these shades on, no one would know.
5: That's probably true. And, yeah. I, and when you passed away from the fentanyl, yeah. nobody would know. Yeah.
1: 855 940, Mark is our number. 855 940 6275. By the way, somebody wrote, on, somebody wrote on Facebook what Ron DeSantis should put next to Disney World a pudding factory. <laughs> oh, pudding fingers, Ron. <laughs> hey, well, welcome to DeSantis chocolate pudding. We have uh, samples for you. No spoons. No smooth. Here's, a, here's some hand sanitizer. Just use your fingers. That's what we do. 855 940 Markers. We got a lot of people that still have, uh, they want to say, things they want to say. Clem is in Oklahoma. Hi, Clem. How are you? Hey, a big Oklahoma. Howdy to y'all. Hey, thanks, Clem. What's on your minds? What do you think they should put next to Disney World? Oh, that- I'll,
2: put, I'll, I'll put a event in their screen. Let's open up an industrial-sized Pig and chicken farm. Yeah, we have unless y'all you, unless you ever had the privilege of riding by one of them facilities in the heat of summer. No, yeah you're into a real treat. Well in
1: Florida, <laughs> it's not even the heat of summer, it's just the heat of fall, spring, summer, and half of winter, because it's never cold here. Um pig and is now pig and chicken farm is that something that's often combined? Because I've heard of chicken farms and I've heard of well, pig farms.
2: In Oklahoma, we got cows, we got pigs, we got chickens we've got it all and they all live in harmony they all live in harmony Okay, that's pretty good all
1: right well, listen, i'm gonna i'm looking forward to visiting harmony then because i love pigs and chickens and cows 855940 mark by the way whenever i think of chickens i just think of napoleon dynamite and the scene where he worked at the chicken farm and a guy goes lunch lunchtime and he just cracks some raw eggs into a glass and be-
5: yeah
1: oh that's great <laughs> hey, is Eight is that where
5: you got it from what to eat raw eggs Is it from Napoleon Dynamite?
1: Oh, gross. No, I don't drink raw eggs like that. Oh, uh, the raw egg yolks? Yeah. Oh, no, that was totally different. That was from, uh, oh, right, because I had the raw egg yolk. You called me Sylvester Stallone. I did. Then I had to report you to HR. Oh, my
5: goodness.
1: I said, Hannah just referred to me as her man crush. (laughs) So that's a little awkward. But for different
5: reasons. Yeah, yeah.
1: 855-940-6275. Brandon is also in Tulsa. Hi, Brandon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing great, Brad, What's your idea for this uh, new uh, piece of land we have uh, next to Disney World that Ron DeSantis said maybe we'll build a prison on?
7: Man, I—you came up with the best idea with the church, uh, a mega church. Oh, thank you. You yeah. know why would you, why would you really want to harm the economy by harming the
2: business of
7: Disney? But I digress. If it were me, I would put in a
2: uh, a, a small plant that builds mouse traps and mouse poison.
1: <laughs> Just as. <laughs> Just as like a little hey, we we're watching you, Mickey. Yeah. We're watching you. I like that. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Eight five five nine four zero Mark. Here's another reason why the church is a good idea, or the Holy Land experience. Oh, or what was it you said, Hannah? Somebody commented.
5: Um. Well, I commented about having like a permanent fair with local. No, 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 no.
1: There was the Holy Land, and then what was the other thing? Somebody said was um.
5: I comment. I have like nineteen.
1: No, days. the Noah's Ark.
5: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: The Noah's Ark, somebody, because in Kentucky they have a big replica Noah's Ark. Yeah. And we were thinking maybe we could get a big replica Noah's Ark right next to it. Because here's the thing when you have a Christian themed uh, attraction, whether it's a mega church, whether it's a Christian themed theme park, whether it's a big Noah's Ark replica, you're going to draw in a kind of a Christian audience. And that Christian audience, while they're right next to Disney World, odds are maybe they'll take a trip into Disney World too. And we all know, we all, we all know that if you're a woke company, the last group of individuals that you want coming to your business are Christian fundamentalists. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So it might be kind of a nice little, and that way you're not hurting anyone's business. You're just maybe altering the, maybe bringing the, you know, because some people look at the Disney company and they're like, y'all need Jesus. So maybe we do our best to bring them some. I like that 940 Mark is our number eight five five nine four zero six two seven five Let's do let's do one here real quick Paul in Ohio Hi Paul how are you Good how are you Oh doing great What's your idea Paul Mark I love your show buddy well, All thank these you. people who are talking well they're talking about all sorts of stuff that isn't going to happen If you want to completely ignore Disney
2: you put in a fly in golf course basically four thousand feet of runway
1: a restaurant an FBO eighteen holes on each side People will fly in, fly out, and they'll completely ignore Disney, and they'll make a ton of money. Oh, wait, dump that, dump that. Jay, dump that, dump that, dump that. Hey, thank you so much for all of that except for the curse words. Hey. (laughs) 855-940 Eight five five nine four zero. 940 We should probably take a break at this point If you'd like to play MAGA Match Game Get on the horn Eight five five nine four zero. 940 mark We're going to do it next MAGA Match Game is next on the Mark K Show
2: are entertaining meets informative This show makes the listener feel like It's my show You make bad news sound good
3: Mark K For three hours a day
4: Loving it This is the Mark K Show So, I have a question for you, Mark. Who is the biggest, lyingest liar that there is in our government? Schiff, Biden, KJP? I mean, you have a great list to choose from. Well, not great, but you have a list
1: to choose from. Which one's the biggest liar? Just curious. I think mean, after a point, it doesn't really matter. The fact that you have so many of them is more of the concern. 855-940-MARK is our number. But look, there's no honest people left in Washington. There are very few honest people left in Washington, D.C. At least that's what we're learning. Eight five five nine four zero 940 mark is our number. Uh, one more I want to get to because I think this is a great idea. Then we're going to get to some MAGA match game. If you'd like to play, our number is 855 Ted in Oklahoma. How are you doing, Ted? Good. Hey, Ted, what do you think they should build right next to Disney World? What does uh, this state need, and uh, what would be a great use for that land?
3: Uh, I think it would be nice to have a, a high-capacity Oil refinery
1: next to it. Yeah, look at that. So we can start refining all that oil we're pulling out of the Gulf and we could get it back into our automobiles and all of our you know heavy machinery. And that way we don't have to rely on Russia and, and the Middle East and all these people that hate us and want to blow our brains. That's a great idea, Ted. And being from Oklahoma, Ted knows a lot about uh, high capacity oil refineries, I'm sure. 855 940 Mark is our number. 855 940 6275. All right, now, uh, I think we just played this last week, but we had so much fun and it's it's such a great game. We thought we would play it again this week. Did you do you have the accoutrement needed for Maga Match game?
5: I don't know what that word means.
1: Accoutrement means uh, the stuff that you need, the items that are necessary for playing Maga Match game. Yeah, you have your cards. I have my your- cards in my pen and J. cards. Do you have the accoutrement necessary for the? Yeah, Jay's ready to go too. All right, uh, do we have a couple of contestants on the phone? We do. We like, sure do. All right, let's meet our first contestant. Looks like it's. Uh, Sarah in Houston. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, first we need the theme music. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Mega Match Game. Yeah, there we all right. Uh, we've got our Mega Match Game celebrities here in studio. We've got Hannah and Jay, and they're ready to go. They have all their accoutrements. Uh, we've got Sarah in Houston. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing great, Sarah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What's going on in Houston? What do you like to do?
2: Um... I like to eat all the great food that
1: Houston has. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, what's your favorite Santa. What's your favorite Houston food? I would say the
0: natural hot places that we
1: have. It's like chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's like a natural hot chicken. That's a great idea. I, mm-hmm. love, I love natural hot anything. Chicken, uh, really anything. That's great. All right, well, listen, Sarah, you're going to be playing um, against... Hold on, let me lock you in here real quick. You're going to be playing against, it looks like, Eric in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hi, Eric, what's going on? Hey, Mark. Hey, good. Uh, Good, Eric. Oh, you didn't ask me how I was. Never mind. (laughs) I thought I'd I'd volunteer that information for you, just in case you're wondering. Eric, tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy. What do you like to do? Uh,
6: I work for an
0: electric utility company here in Tulsa. Oh.
1: Do you like to do that, or is that just something you do to, you know, pay the bills?
0: (laughs) Uh both okay
1: good (laughs) no i enjoy (laughs) my job very much all right uh sarah eric eric sarah here's what's gonna happen i'm gonna read some little statements there's gonna be a blank that you're gonna have to try to fill in but not just fill it in with what you think is best you've got to try to match wits with our maga match game celebrities hannah guile and jay Bose. and if you can match up with them you get a point whoever has the most points at the end of the game will win a mark k show prize pack today how cool does that sound sounds
2: good
1: very cool. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. <laughs> That's good. No, I like you guys are low key I like that. We we don't want too much excitement on the show. Uh, all right. So uh, here's what I'm going to do, Sarah. We're going to start with you. I'm going to read it now. Don't blurt out your answer because our Mega Match game celebrities have to have a chance to write down their answers, and some of them write really slowly. Okay. So I'll let you know when it's time to give us uh, your answer. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here's the first one. Uh, Jay, you ready? Yes. Hannah, you ready? Yes. All right. Listen carefully. Ron DeSantis. Is so fed up with Anheuser Bush.
5: How fed up is he?
1: He's so. He's, what? I'm sorry, I thought you said something else. He's so what? fed up with Anheuser Bush that he got rid of all the Bud Light at the governor's mansion and replaced it with blank. Don't answer yet, Sarah. We're going to give our MAGA Match Game celebrities a chance to write down their answers. Ron DeSantis is so fed up with Anheuser Bush. He's so fed up with Anheuser Bush that instead, uh, that he got rid of all the Bud Light at the governor's mansion and replaced it with blank. Oh my
5: gosh, I just mi- misspelled this word.
1: Okay, all right. Uh, does it mean does that mean you're done?
5: It's fine. All right, I, I, put, I put it in.
1: All right, Sarah. Here we go. Ron DeSantis so fed up with Anheuser Bush, <laughs> he replaced all the Bud Light at the governor's mansion and re- he took it out and replaced it with what? Um,
0: I would say I feel like he's fancy enough to like Stella Artois. Um, I have no idea. I don't drink beer.
1: Well, sorry? all right. It doesn't have, just give us a, any noun. Just throw out any noun. Yeah, let's go with
0: Coors
1: Light. Let's go with cornflakes. All right, that's a good one. Coors, the, light. Oh, Coors, Coors, light. Oh, Coors Light. Coors Light. I think it's a cornflake. <laughs> oh, Coors, Coors Light. Flakes. Got it. <laughs> tough, tough Are you on a speakerphone, my chance, Sarah? Because of them, I'm in a little... Anyway, uh, Ron DeSantis, so fed up with Anheuser-Busch, he got rid of all the Bud Light at the Governor's Mansion, replaced it with Coors Light. Hannah, what did you write? Bourbon. Bourbon, yeah, that would have been my pick. Uh, Jay, what would you say? I said Mad Dog 2020. Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is uh, definitely not woke. Blast from the past. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's okay. Sarah, this is just the first question. Still anybody's game. Plenty of time to, to come back and win. Eric, are you ready for your first one? I'm ready. Listen carefully. Here we go. Jim Jordan is trolling Alvin Bragg so hard. How hard is he trolling him? Not only did he travel uh, up north to hold a field committee meeting in downtown New York near Alvin Bragg's office, next up, he's going to hold a field committee meeting in a blank. Don't answer yet, Eric. Jim Jordan is trolling Alvin Bragg so hard. Not only did he go up north to hold a field committee meeting in downtown New York, next up, he's going to hold the next one in a blank. We got some uh, Mega Match Game celebrities writing down their answers. Again, slower than usual. That's okay. All right, we got one uh, locked in. We're good. We got another one locked in. Eric, what do you think? Alvin Bragg is trolling, or I'm sorry, Jim Jordan's trolling Alvin Bragg so hard. Not only did he hold a field committee meeting in downtown New York, next up he's going to hold one in a blank. Uh, How about in front of Trump Tower? In front of Trump Tower. That's a good, yeah, right in front of Trump Tower. Um, what did you say, Jay? I said Trump Tower. Oh,
5: look at that. Wow.
1: Wow, that's a good way to play there. Eric. You got yourself a point. Hannah?
5: I said in front of Alvin Bragg's house. Alvin
1: Bragg's house. Oh, that's a good one. That's not a man. He doesn't live at Trump Tower. Yeah. I would have said like at all you can eat buffet or something like that, because that's definitely. <gasps>
5: that's smart. It's the kind of place you would find
1: Alvin Bragg <laughs> like the after corral, hours. Um,
5: like Corral. Golden Corral, corral yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, all right, Sarah, here we go. You can tie it up with this next one. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. AI artificial intelligence mm-hmm. is so advanced.
5: How advanced is it?
1: I'm glad you asked, Anna. Thank you. AI it's is fun. so advanced. <laughs> not only is it creating fake photos and videos, but it's now also capable of creating fake blank. So. <laughs> 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 AI is so advanced. Artificial intelligence not only is it capable of creating fake vi- photos and videos, it's now also capable of creating fake blanks. Wait one second, Sarah. While well, our Mega Match game celebrities are jotting down their answers, looks like uh... yeah, everyone's ready. All right, Sarah. AI advanced. Uh, artificial intelligence is getting so advanced. Not only is it using, not only can it be used to create fake photos and videos, it's now also capable of creating fake blanks. I would say fake votes. Fake votes. Mm. Ooh. That's a good one. That's a good one. Hannah, what did you write down?
5: Spouses for the lonely people.
1: Fake spouses.
5: Yeah.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Jay, I said women. Fake women. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is. Look at that. You got. I like Jay Sarah's I match. Like so you <laughs> can tell where our uh, celebrities' minds are at. It's totally different. All right, um, <laughs> Eric, back to you. Ew. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Did you drop something? Are you good? <laughs> is
4: everyone
1: okay? Did you drop like an electrical circuit or something? Or what's going on? All right. All right. No, I'm good. And here we go. Elon Musk is so smart. How smart is he? I'm glad you asked, Jay. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> he's so He's so smart that when his latest rocket booster failed, he built a brand new one out of a blank. Elon Musk is so smart. He's so smart that when his latest rocket booster failed, He built a brand new one out of a blank. Don't answer yet, Eric. I'm getting quizzical looks from one of our (laughs) match game celebrities. You changed my question. I I altered it a little bit, Hannah. You got to be prepared for anything. I got to keep you on your toes. All right. Jay, you done? Okay, good. Eric, uh, Elon Musk is so smart. He's so smart. When his latest rocket booster failed, he built a brand new one out of a blank.
3: I'll say a toaster.
1: Out of a toaster. Out of a toe, that's a good guess. Uh Jay, what did you say? I said a Bud Light can. A Bud Light can. Ooh. That's a, that's a good answer. You know, you got to find a use for those Bud Light. And I've seen Kid Rock's video. Those things explode. They got a lot of propulsion. Yeah, <laughs> they sure do. That's a, no match, though, but a good one. All right, Hannah, what did you write?
5: A car engine.
1: A car engine, because he owns Tesla. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good to Take a test. It's okay, I have a Tesla. We'll just make a new rocket. Well, booster. I guess it would just be a
5: battery out yeah, of the car engine.
1: It doesn't matter. It's, it's wrong. fine. Either way, it's wrong, <laughs> so it doesn't match up. Uh, all right, Sarah, back to you. You can tie it up with this one. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Dylan Mulvaney is so sick of people calling him a fake woman.
5: How sick is he of people calling him a fake woman? <laughs> I felt like that was really bad. I was, no, I was very
1: good. I'm glad, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he's so sick of people calling him a fake woman that he decided to get fake blanks to get people to stop. Don't answer yet. Our Mega Match game celebrities jotting down their answers. Dylan Mulvaney is so sick of people calling him a fake woman. He's so sick of it that he got fake blanks to get people to stop. What do you think, Sarah?
2: I'll say the radio-friendly version:
1: (laughs) Tatas. 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 I like like that. Tatas. Fake Tatas. Hannah, what did you write? Boobies Look at, <laughs> Look at that Look at that Cause
5: we're
1: mature here Yeah At least you didn't say spouses That would've been good That's right uh, Jay what did you write down I wrote <laughs> hips Hips Fake hips That's interesting Like a BBL That's interesting yeah uh, Alright we're all tied up 1-1 one, one. Eric back to you Are you ready Ready Here we go Petunia the protester Is so crazy How crazy is she I'm glad you asked, Jay. After super gluing her hand to a painting at the museum the other day, she then nailed her blank to the floor. Petunia the protester is so crazy. After super gluing her hand to a painting at the museum the other day, she then nailed her blank to the floor. <clears throat> is everybody ready? Ready? Oh, that's why you were clearing sure your throat. Is. Oh, look yep. okay, at that was quick. Erica, fill in that blank for us. Petunia the protester is so crazy. After super gluing her hand to a painting at a museum the other day, she then nailed her blank to the floor. Her butt. <laughs> her butt. <laughs>
5: Wait, did you say butt or foot?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Did you said no, her foot. Oh, you said foot. foot. Oh. <laughs> I just, I heard butt. You said foot. All right, I'm Jay. changing my answer. Jay, what did you write? Feet. Her feet. Look at that. Wow. And Hannah, what did you write down? booty Booty, of course you did (laughs) but that's okay with a score of two to one congratulations Eric you are our big winner today Uh, hang on one second Sarah you did a great job we appreciate you checking in from Houston we appreciate you tuning into the show Eric hang tight one second buddy we're going to get some information from you you've got a Mark K show prize pack heading your way how cool is that awesome thank you oh thank you so much quick break folks more of the Mark K show is on the way don't go anywhere stay right where you are My name is Mark K855940. Mark is our number 8559406275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We really appreciate it. Bill's in Jacksonville. He had one last idea for what we should put next to Disney World. Hello, Bill. What do you think? Well, I'm thinking, uh, you know, you have
2: places that have like the biggest ball of yarn or the biggest ice cream cone, the traps. I'm thinking the biggest mouse trap. And then what (laughs) you can do is you can have it sitting on the building of a place that Makes, uh, like the guy from Oklahoma said, the uh, like rat traps, yeah. uh, chemical
1: uh, poison, anything that kills woodland creatures. Yeah, no, I, I think that's, that, so sad. that's great. Yeah, bears, <laughs> throws in bear. That's a great idea. It's a great idea. Bill, I love that. And yep. It's true. They're always the world's largest something or other is for whatever reason, it's always a very unique so always some county or or town will come up with like you said the world's biggest ball of yarn. It's Hannah, so random. Have you ever seen a world's biggest anything?
5: Um I I'm sure I have. Yeah. Because I went on a lot of road trips, but yeah. I can't think of anything at the
4: moment.
1: I went to a uh, we were at, there's a place in uh, North Carolina, Rose Hill, North Carolina. And we had a uh, a friend of ours who was getting married there. She was getting married and my wife was in the ceremony, I was not. Uh-huh. Because well, they were friends, and I didn't really know the groom. So, but my wife, but it was a, a place we had to travel to. So we traveled to Rose Hill, North Carolina, and the day of the wedding for the for the for the women for the bridesmaids mm-hmm. started at like the beginning. Like it started with a breakfast with mimosas. Then they had to get their hair done and their makeup done, and there. So I was alone in Rose Hill, North Carolina, the entire day because my wife was getting ready. For the wedding, right? And I drove around to see the sights of Rose Hill, North Carolina. Do you know what they have in Rose Hill, North Carolina? What do they have? The world's largest frying pan.
5: How big
1: is it? It's large. It's the world's largest frying pan. Imagine a big <laughs> frying pan, and then like just a multiplied. But it was. Uh, it's right there in the center of town. It has a. Uh, it has a, a big gazebo over it. Okay. And it's not just a, the world. For example, there's another. I learned this world's largest frying pan in uh, Washington State. I think. But that one just sits up in the ground, like it's unusable. The one in Rose Hill, North Carolina, is an actual working frying pan. And right. they have, yeah, they have gas, uh, like what do you call it? burners underneath it. And every year in Rose Hill, North Carolina, they, they uncover the world's biggest frying pan and they light up those gas burners underneath it and they fill it with... I don't know peanut oil or canola oil or some kind of oil, and they fry several dozen chickens at one time in the world's just largest frying pan. Hole? Yeah, whole. Like, it. It's so big you could just you could throw like <laughs> you're three. Just throwing a
5: live chicken. I think it's like
1: no, I don't think live. I think they're oh, okay. plucked and cleaned and everything. They don't, it's not like lobster <laughs> where, you're, where you're just throwing them in live. Do have you never fried a chicken before?
5: I mean, no, I. No, you gotta. I mean, you gotta, I fried chicken breast.
1: Yeah, but you know, you cut its neck and then you pull out the, you know, the gizzards. the gizzards. You gotta get the feathers off of it.
5: Yeah, you gotta de-feather it.
1: All that stuff. You can't just throw a chicken in the fryer. Anyway, but if in Rose Hill, North Carolina, <laughs> that's one of. The, I think they do a fish fry too, and they have pictures of these dudes with like shovels. They're using the shovels to like turn the chickens because it's it's really incredible. Wow. what now again? I was all not there on the day that they were using it. Um so I just took a picture of myself by the world's largest frying pan and then I think I went back to the hotel and just waited for the uh, To the wedding. That sounds like so, fun. Like, yeah, but, that's, I, but I remember the, the world's largest frying pan, which uh, was a it was a lot of fun. And I'm going to be honest with you. Something that I remember. It was years ago. It was 20 years ago. To this day, I still remember it.
5: That's fantastic.
1: 855 940 We should put the world's largest something in front of our studio.
5: We should, because I'm only seeing right now for Florida, we have the world's largest bowling pin.
1: World's largest bowling pin? Where that's is in, that? That's
5: in Tampa. Yeah. And then the world's second largest McDonald's.
1: Where's the world's largest McDonald's? I don't know. Hmm. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Listen, we got to take a quick break. Uh, the, oh, The owner of the world's largest bank account, Elon Musk, was on with Tucker Carlson yesterday. And Tucker Carlson, basically, he had the whole hour with him. And he asked him a lot of very interesting questions, and he got some really interesting and astute answers, which just goes to show once again that what the left tells you is conservative or maga or far right is really just you know normal 855940 mark all that's coming up stay tuned to the mark k Show. we'll be right back
2: we're entertaining meets informative this show makes the listener feel like it's my show
1: you make bad news sound
3: good mark k for 3 hours a day
1: <laughs>
2: loving it this is the Markay Show.
1: 855 940 is our number. 855-940-6275. You know, we just spent the last few minutes searching the uh, internet to try to find the locations of the various biggest things in the world. The biggest frying pan is in Rose Hill. The biggest ball of twine is in Kansas. Hannah, tell everyone what your mom texted you.
5: Oh, yeah, she was so sweet. She texted me. <clears throat> and she said, Florida also has the world's largest turd. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, She just roasting me on a I lo- Tuesday. I
1: love it. I love it. Barbie roasts. Eight five five nine four zero 940 Marcus are never. It's so funny, I was thinking the same thing. 855 940 uh 6275. All right, speaking of big turds, a lot of people think Elon Musk is a big one. And uh, you know, he's very rich, he's very powerful. He bought Twitter, so now he's a tech tycoon in addition to a space explorer and an automaker. Uh, Elon Musk has his, you know, fingers in a lot of different, um, you know, a l- lot of different uh, pies, and he's he's making lots of money as a result, changing the world. And because he's a he's a proponent of free speech, he used to be worshipped by the left, but is now vilified by them. It used to be when he was just making electric vehicles and electric cars, man, every ritzy, elite, leftist, socialist, you know what, they loved Elon Musk. They loved him so much, they were like, Elon Musk is going to save the world. Elon Musk and Tesla, they're going to single-handedly clear climate change or fix global warming or whatever the problem of the day is. This whole Green New Deal that AOC built, she built with the ideas that were put forward by Elon Musk. But then Elon Musk demonstrated that he's not actually just a blinded sheep of a man who follows the left with whatever woke policy and ideology they have. He's actually a free thinker. He's for free speech. He's against censorship. And he's got some really crazy ideas like people on the right are allowed to have their opinion and voice them on the same platforms that people on the left are. And as a result, he bought Twitter. He fired about 80% of the staff. He brought back a lot of influencers that the left, meaning the actual political left, worked directly with Twitter, the FBI, the DOJ, Jen Psaki, the White House Communications Office. They had a direct line to Twitter so that they could block and ban and censor and crush anybody they wanted to. And Elon Musk, upon spending $44 billion to buy his favorite social network, uh, he then brought them all back, including Donald Trump. Trump and Donald Trump has not yet, Donald Trump has not yet decided to tweet again. But uh, Tucker Carlson, who sat down with Elon Musk, asked I mean, Elon Musk asked him about that yesterday. Here's what he said:
7: Well, that's that's obviously up to him. Um, you know, my, my my job is to, uh, I, you know, I, I take the, the freedom of speech just very seriously. He
1: takes freedom of speech very seriously, and that's why the left doesn't like him. That's why he's a villain. He didn't change anything. He didn't say, you know what? I started making electric vehicles because I wanted to save the planet and come up with a better source of energy and make you know billions of dollars at the time. Uh, but now I've changed all of that, and Teslas are going to run on dead dinosaur uh, fuel just like every other car. Teslas are going to run on, on the most – I'm not even going to make them fuel efficient. I, to hell with climate change. To hell with the environment. Teslas are now going to be internal combustion engines. He didn't say any of that. He still makes Teslas. They're still electric. They're still the vehicle of choice for, well, super rich, elite, uh, you know, environmentalists. But he also takes free speech very seriously. And that's where the left has decided to write him off part ways, turn him into part of the problem. Because Elon Musk values free speech, he's no longer a hero to the socialists. He's now public enemy number one. And you can. Th- he's probably, he's right up there with the Donald Trump MAGA, white supremacist, domestic terrorists, even though Elon admittedly didn't even vote for Trump.
7: You know, I didn't, I didn't vote for Donald Trump. I actually voted for Biden. I'm not, not saying I'm, I'm a huge fan of Biden because I, I, I would think that would probably be inaccurate. Uh,
1: but um... <laughs> by the way, he says he voted for Biden, not a huge fan of Biden. That would be an inaccurate statement. Meaning it's not true. Meaning even the richest man in the world, even a genius like Elon Musk can make a mistake.
7: You know, we have difficult choices to make in these presidential uh, yep. elections. It's not. I, I I would prefer, frankly, that we 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 put someone just a normal person <laughs> as president, yep. a normal person with common sense, uh, and whose values are smack in the middle of the country. You know, just. You know, center of the normal distribution.
1: Yeah, and he says, what what he's saying there is he's saying, uh, you know, I want a normal person to be president. Okay, Donald Trump, he doesn't see as a normal person. Joe Biden, definitely not a normal person. And here's kind of the problem which we have in this country now. We've done so much damage to the office of president, especially in the last six or seven years, that normal people don't want to run for president. I mean, you can't be a normal person and run for president anyway. Think about the job of president of the United States. First of all, You've got to volunteer. You've got to get up and say, I want to do this job. And in doing so, you are saying, out of the 330 million people in this country, nobody can lead this country better than me. I mean, that takes an ego. Someone would just called up and said, I have a big ego. I have, I, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that the person who stands up and says, all 330 million of million, y'all step back because I'm the only one who knows how to run this joint. And there's a lot of people that do it, but there's a lot more that don't because it takes a very, it takes a very interesting person to take that first step to, to really say I'm the person for the job. It's a, it's a whole heap of confidence, and not a lot of people have that. then those people have to say, okay, I know that in doing so, I'm now going to have every aspect of my life ripped open, shredded, and thrown out there for the masses to see. My family – my children, my wife, my husband, if you're Kamala Harris, everyone's going to look at their past. They're going to delve into our medical records. They're going to delve into our financial records. They're going to see – they're going to go into our, our yearbooks and see if we ever dressed in a racist costume like cowboys and Indians or, you know, you something else. Like, I don't know. Something else that, that, that in the old day used to just be a costume but now is a racially insensitive statement against a particular voting block. That's what they're going to do. And not a lot of people want to do that. Donald Trump did it, but how many millionaires, how many billionaires do you know that would be comfortable with the FBI rooting through their their wives' underwear drawer just because they decided to run for president and win? Not a lot. And so you can't be a normal person and run for president, not anymore. And Elon Musk, he kind of he kind of actually admits that.
7: And uh, I think they'll do that they would be great. You know, I think we have made maybe being president... Not that much fun, you know. <laughs> to be totally frank.
1: I mean, and let's be honest. You shouldn't have fun as a pre- if you're having fun as a president. You got probably Like the last president that really had fun was Bill Clinton, and we know we know JFK had a lot of fun too. Until, well, until that trip to Dallas. But otherwise, it was you know they had they you really used the uh, the office of the presidency for uh, to support their Playboy lifestyle. A lot of presidents who go to Washington, D.C. because they want to help the country find out that the office of the president is the least fun thing in the world. It is a job like no other, and you're not going to find normal people um, you're not going to find normal people that want to do it. Now, the people that that do it effectively, though, however, the people that do stand up and say confidently, I am the best person, and they'll take the heat, much like Donald Trump, do a really good job because they don't care about what other people say or think or do. All they care about is getting the job done. And that's why, again, it takes a special breed of person. 855 940 mark is our number eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. He also uh, he also got into a lot about what what happens behind the scenes with Twitter. And for example, we talked about the government interference. He said that the he knew the government was interfering in Twitter, but the degree to which they interfered was shocking. Listen to this:
7: the degree to which uh, various government agencies had effectively had full access to everything that was going on on Twitter uh, blew my mind. Um, I was not aware of that.
4: Would that include people's DMs?
7: Uh, yes.
1: Okay, so Twitter tells Tucker Carlson, I knew the government was involved with Twitter. I didn't know how much access they had. Direct access, the government... Working directly with Twitter, getting the access they wanted, and Tucker says, so "Does that include direct messages, DMs? If I DM Hannah, not not that I post anything on on my feed, or not that I retweet anybody, or not that I I put a funny meme out there hoping to like get likes and retweets. No, I privately DM Hannah. I'm like, Hey, Hannah, what's wrong with Jay? He was being such a douche today. If I DM that to Hannah, the FBI is reading it, and the DOJ is reading it, and the Biden White House had direct access to that pre pre Elon." I mean, think about this. You've got millions and millions of Americans, millions and millions of international users. You've got every single senator, every single congressperson, every single governor, state representatives, media personalities on the left and on the right. You've got everybody at Fox News, everybody at Newsmax, everybody at OANN. You've got terrorists in Saudi Arabia and in in Iran. You've got Russians, you've got spies, everybody on Twitter, some of them DMing back and forth thinking it's private. And Elon Musk now letting us know, oh, no, the government had access to all of that. No wonder, no wonder everybody freaked out when Elon Musk took over Twitter. No wonder everybody tried to stop the sale of Twitter. No wonder everyone was like, what are we going to do now Elon Musk is taking away our top secret spy device so we could read private messages between American citizens who we don't like and we don't trust. And if they say something that's really disgusting, like uh, the Wuhan flu came from a lab or the vaccine doesn't work or the election was stolen, then we can just shut them down entirely. And now Elon Musk comes along and he thinks, uh, not not so fast. Now that's not going to work anymore. And Tucker asked him, about he said, look, what? Why is it that Twitter had all these people working there? You came in, you fired eighty percent of the workforce, and it's still it's still run, it's still running. There's no problem. Listen to this.
7: Uh, it turns out uh, you don't need uh, all that many people to run Twitter.
4: But eighty percent? That's a lot.
7: Um, yes. Uh, over, I mean, if you're, if you're not trying to run some sort of uh, glorified activist organization, uh, with with and you're not care that much about censorship, then uh, you can really let go of a lot of people, turns out. (laughs)
1: That's Tucker laughing there. He says, if you don't worry, if you're not running some kind of glorified activist organization, and if you're not all that worried about censorship, you don't really need that many people to run Twitter. So he fired 80% of the workforce, which means 20% 20% of the workforce was actually crucial to the success and the daily maintenance of Twitter. 80% were there to push activist programs, special interest programs and censor conservative voices. 80% of the workforce. And it's not just Twitter. It's Twitter's the first one that we blew the lid off. Of Twitter's the first one of many. You've got LinkedIn, which is run by a billionaire Democrat leftist. You've got Facebook, which is run by a billionaire Democrat, Harvard leftist. You've got Google, which is run by two of the craziest people ever. And he mentioned, he talks about all these folks and how just whacked out they are and how there's there's bias all over Silicon Valley, Even starting with Mark Zuckerberg. This Elon Musk was asked by Tucker Carlson about Mark Zuckerberg, and is he biased or is he one of these billionaires who, yes, he may be a leftist, but he's not gonna He's not going to censor anyone. Listen to Elon's response.
7: My understanding is that um, Zuckerberg spent uh, $400 million in the last election, nominally in a get-out-the-vote campaign, but really fundamentally in support of Democrats. Is that accurate or not accurate? That is accurate. Yes. Does that sound unbiased to you? No, it doesn't. Yes.
1: Yeah, so uh, look, it's not just Twitter. It's Facebook. It's, oh, it's even Larry Page and Sergey Brin from Google, which is now what is alphabet, right? Isn't that their thing? And he talks about – in fact, he talked about Larry Page with AI. Listen to this. This is this is Larry Page and Elon Musk, and they're having a conversation about artificial intelligence and how artificial intelligence is growing and how far it's going to get and
7: is it going to be a danger. He's made many public statements over the years. Uh, that, that The whole goal of Google is uh, what's called AGI, artificial general intelligence or artificial superintelligence. You no, know, and, I, and I agree with him that the, there's great potential for good, um, but there's also potential for bad. And so, if if you've got some um, radical new technology, you want to try to take the set of actions that maximize probably it, it will do good, and minimize probably it will do bad things.
1: Right. And then when Elon Musk pointed out to Larry Page, "Hey, listen, I know you're all hype on Ameri- on uh, artificial intelligence. I know you want to build some kind of artificial intelligence, but you have to make sure that you're you're protecting." Mankind, you're protecting humanity. You can't have this thing run away. When Elon Musk pointed out to Larry Page that he should put some fail-safe mechanism on his artificial intelligence, he called Elon Musk an S-word. And (laughs) Elon, he laughs about it now, but uh, I'll play this clip for you here. It it was crazy. The the founders of Google, when Elon Musk says we need to protect humanity, Larry Page called him the S-word. And I'll tell you what that S-word is. Right after this quick break. 855 941 Mark. More Mark K show coming up. Hey! The Markay Show. My name is Markay, 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, BT dubs. Sorry, Keith. There was another, but we're going to get to this Elon Musk uh, clip in just a minute, what Larry Page called him, the S word that he used when he talked about protecting humanity. But uh, did you hear what happened with the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation on Twitter? Uh, no. All right, so you remember PBS and NPR? They bo- they bolted, man. They pieced out Twitter because Elon Musk changed their description to government-funded media, and they were all federally funded media. What you? This is not an uproar. We we're it's outrageous. Meanwhile, if you go to the PBS website and the NPR website, they say we need, we are dependent on federal funding for our existence. Uh, so Elon Musk said it seems like an accurate. Seems like an accurate uh, description, or I'm not going to change it. Well, the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Company, eh? Yeah. Very similar to NPR, very similar to PBS. Only there, they're, they have much more government funding. They found themselves in a similar pickle. The uh, they woke up one day, they went to Twitter, and on the CBC Twitter feed, it said "government funded media." <laughs> And they were very annoyed. In fact, Justin Trudeau himself mentioned, called them out. And uh, I guess the president or the chief operating officer or whatever, he, he argued that they were less than 70% government-funded. Now, first of all, that's a bad argument because that's more than half of your funding. Yeah. But he argued that they were less than 70% government-funded, so the government-funded media tag was inaccurate. So do you know what Elon Musk did? What? He went back to their Twitter, and he changed it to read 69% government-funded media. <laughs> That's the most Elon Musk thing you could have done. CBC has announced they will be backing away from Twitter for the time being. Eight five five nine four zero mark is our number. I promise I'll play you the S-word that Larry Page called Elon Musk when he said, we need to protect humanity. That's coming up right after this. Eight five five nine four zero mark Stay tuned
2: We're entertaining Meets informative This show Makes the listener Feel like It's my show You
3: make Bad news Sound good Mark K For three hours A day Loving it
2: this is the Marquesse Show.
1: 855 940 Mark is our number. 855 940 6275 I can't believe how uh, quickly this show went today. We have some trivia. Hannah, were you ever able to complete the trivia questions for j and I's American Trivia Warrior Battle? Yes. Okay, because I this Are they
5: good? We'll see.
1: Okay, well, that was my next question. But thank you for <laughs> thank you for preempting. We'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Don't worry, if they're not good, I will be sure to tell you.
5: I have no doubt oh, okay, about yeah, that. Perfect. Also, don't forget to talk about what you're supposed to talk about.
1: What was I supposed to talk about?
5: The S word. Oh,
1: psh, can't talk about that on the radio. Oh, okay. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Elon Musk was on with uh, Tucker Carlson and he was, t- they talked about all kinds of things. They talked about AI, which is artificial intelligence, which is, you know, people either people either love artificial intelligence or they hate artificial intelligence. They love artificial intelligence because, well, they're in high school and just writing all their term papers for them or they're in advertising and they don't have to think for themselves anymore. They can just get the AI to write them ads. They love AI because it, uh, they hate Donald Trump, and they can make get AI to create photos of Donald Trump getting arrested that never actually happened. Um, there, there's tons of reasons to love artificial intelligence, but there's also reasons to not like it. For example, well, if you're a teacher, it makes it tougher to grade papers because the kids are probably getting AI to write their papers for them. Uh, you know, it's also it's also uh, potentially dangerous, and and now people are saying we're just a few years away from AI taking over. You know, people are going to be making videos and movies, and and you won't be able to tell the difference between the real people making videos and movies or not. There's this new scam where this woman got a phone call that her daughter was, was kidnapped, and it was using her daughter's voice and her daughter's cell phone number, and it was all generated by... AI to try to get a million bucks uh, from uh, out of the woman luckily she was able to find out that her daughter was safe and secure and that it was just a it was just a scam. but can you imagine the realism and the and the terror and the horror that parents and other people are going to be are going to be um, finding themselves in if this AI goes unchecked and Elon Musk in his early conversations with Larry Page pointed that out to him. Larry Page from Google, Larry Page, uh, Sergey Brin, they founded the Google network empire and they are bazillionaires and they're very powerful and they, he said from the get-go, wanted this kind of AI structure.
7: He's made many public statements over the years uh, that that, the whole goal of Google is uh, uh, what's called AGI, artificial general intelligence or artificial superintelligence. You no, know, and, I, and I agree with him that the, there's great potential for good, um, but there's also potential for bad. And so if, if you've got some um, radical new technology, you want to try to take the set of actions that maximize probably it, it will do good and minimize probably it will do bad things.
1: Yeah. And then when he said that, he said, look, you want to make sure that we have some fail-safe. You want to make sure that it's doing good but it's not doing bad. We need to think about humanity. And then Larry Page called Elon Musk this.
7: I said, well, what about, you know, we're going to make sure humanity's okay here. Um, <laughs> and, 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 um, uh, and then he called me a speciest.
1: Called him a speciest. A speciest. Elon Musk says, we need to make sure that humanity is okay. And Larry Page, liberal Larry Page says, you're a speciest. Hannah, do you know what a speciest is?
5: I'm going to just use context clues. Yeah. Does that mean that he's essentially uh, uh, discriminating against other species besides humanity?
1: Correct. He's elevating humanity against other species. He is. That's he's just smart. He's, I, he loves humanity, and he's saying they're better than all other species, making him a speciest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've got to protect humanity from artificial intelligence. You're a speciest. I mean, these are, these are people that really technically are changing and running the world. These are the richest men, the most powerful men. Some would say even the most intelligent men on the planet. And one of them says, let's protect humanity. And the other one says, you're a dirty, rotten speciest. You are elevating one species over another. And uh, Elon Musk said, you got me. I was like, okay, that's it. Uh, I've, yes, I'm a
7: speciest, Okay. You got me. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm fully a speciesist. Um, busted. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> busted. And he's like, "What are you? What if you're listen, Larry Page? You're a human." You come out here, you work with humans, you're doing all this stuff for humanity, or humanity pays your bills. I mean, tenfold, a bazillionfold, really. What are you? You're not elevating humanity. But what species are you elevating? Are you saying that every species is equal? If so, why don't orangutans have Google? Why don't sloths have Twitter? Because mentally and physically and, you know, intellectually, they are inferior. And therefore, <laughs> yes, we are, we are better than them. Uh, But this is how the liberal mind works. This is how these people think. They are like, look, I've got all this power. I've got all this money I can do with whatever I want. I've elevated myself above. I mean, when you look at even humanity, some of these folks have gone far, far, uh, far, farther and faster, and they think more and in different ways, and they're more successful than, than the rest of us. But at the same time, they don't believe that humans who are in control of the world should be put above anyone else now we're not saying go out there and just randomly wipe out other species that's not at all what we're saying we're saying all elon musk said was when you're creating artificial intelligence when you're building your company when you're creating google or when i'm creating spacex or when i'm taking over twitter i have to make sure if we're building a robot or if we're building an artificial intelligence we need to make sure that we are doing so with the benefit of humanity at the top of our mind and in a way that's not going to negatively affect humanity. And in the eyes of Larry Page, that is a bad thing. This is, it's very, it's very, very quizzical. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Hey, speaking of of, uh, crazy liberals, uh, we have some time here real quick before American Trivia Warrior, so I wanted to let you know about Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. She's cray. Uh, She's not doing well, folks. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if anyone cares. If you don't care, if you're not a big Kathy Griffin fan, this is a feel-good story for you. Uh, Kathy Griffin. She went on TikTok the other day to announce that she has extreme PTSD.
0: Okay, TikTok. Let's talk about it then. Let's talk about PTSD. Never talked about it publicly. Um, I think this is the place to do it because I've seen a lot of videos about it and stuff. Anyway, this is going to sound whatever. You can laugh or whatever, but I've been diagnosed with um, complex PTSD.
1: By the way, (laughs) first time I've laughed at Kathy Griffin in a very long time. (laughs) I'm sorry. Sorry, let me play there. It's very serious.
0: And um, it's, (laughs) they call it an extreme case. So I'm, um, I would love to hear from you guys about those of you that have... You feed the dogs with me. Yeah, I'll feed the dogs. Like that helps me to get up and feed the dogs. Anyway, I'd love to hear from you guys about uh, depression or anxiety or stuff like that, how you cope.
1: Yeah, by but, the way, I guess her husband or something was yelling, do you want to go? He didn't realize she was on TikTok talking about her very serious PTSD, her extreme case of PTSD. He doesn't obviously realize what's going on. So, he goes, hey, I'll feed the dogs, lady. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that in just a minute. If any of you know
0: my story, you'll understand that this, this really started for me about five and a half years ago.
1: Yeah, five and a half years ago. Do you remember what happened with Kathy Griffin five and a half years ago? Yes. What happened with Kathy Griffin five and a half years ago, Hannah?
5: Didn't she, like, have the beheaded Trump head that she was, like, flaunting?
1: She posed for a photo with a beheaded bloody Trump head. It was from uh, Tyler Shields and it was her in a blue dress, and she was holding up because she didn't like Donald Trump, and she didn't think Donald Trump should be president. And so she held up the severed Donald Trump head with the blood running down it. And that was the beginning of the end, pretty much, for Kathy Griffin. Uh, she said, uh, let see, I have been diagnosed with complex PTSD. For the last year and a half, I have been plagued with terrifying panic attacks. Sometimes they last a few hours or more. Typically, they last at least a full day, if not multiple days in a row. I feel silly even telling you this because I always thought PTSD was just for veterans and stuff. During my attacks, I typically vomit quite a bit. I often have to go to the ER to get IV fluids. Uh, she said she had a freaking eight-hour attack yesterday. This was the other day on Friday. Um, anyway, she says, she goes on to describe how it how it happens, and she relates it back to when sh- the firestorm regarding her photo with the severed Trump head. To be told by people in my own industry, it's over. Leave the country for five years. You've shamed our industry, on and on and on. It definitely got to me, she said in the interview. And so I got to the point where I kind of agreed, like, maybe it's time for me to go. And I've had a great life, and I don't think there's a next chapter for me. Uh, but then she goes on to say that uh, that was the beginning of the end for her physically. She also had a cancer diagnosis, and uh, and it's just it's now ca- causing her to suffer from severe PTSD now. I'm a little, again, I don't suffer from PTSD. I know some people who have. We have a lot of people that listen to this, you know, in this audience, veterans and people who've been negatively affected because of things they've seen in battle or, or you know, working as an EMT or a police officer. But typically PTSD comes from some kind of traumatic event that is beyond your control. You know, like if you're fighting in war and all of a sudden a roadside bomb goes off and you watch several of your friends and colleagues and, and, you know, uh, platoon die or become dismembered or, you know, something terrible happens. That's PTSD. Kathy Griffin, she did this, you know, she did this to herself. Nobody, she didn't accidentally hold up a severed Trump head, take a photo of it and publicize it to just get some clicks. She was willing and able and of her own volition. I, I mean, I guess you could get PTSD. I wouldn't call it extreme PTSD. I would call it more self-inflicted PTSD.
5: Yeah, or like a lapse in my judgment yeah, and or like regretting what I
1: did. Maybe that's it. Maybe in that, it's not PTSD that, or extreme PTSD. Maybe it's extreme stupidity. Yeah. That's, maybe that's what it is. 855 940 Marcus Remember, whatever. Anyway, something we wanted to make you aware of. Quick break when we get back. American Trivia Warrior. Who will win the weekly trophy? Will all the questions be good? Will there be another controversy over the answer? All those, oh, we're going to find out together right after this. Don't go anywhere. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855 L Mark is our number. Uh, fun fact: tomorrow's whatever you want Wednesday, so whatever you want to you uh, whatever you want to talk about, Wednesday's the day to do it. You can leave us an open mic message at any one of our KTRD Radio Network radio stations. You can uh, call in tomorrow. We'll, we'll kick it off right at the top of the show. Well, we do have a couple of carryover topics that we didn't get in today's show. I'll, I don't know if we over prepared or what. Uh, but we had, we had so much fun, I think, with the uh, the Ron DeSantis Disney topic that we weren't able to get to everything. For example, I wanted to talk about when Ron DeSantis is actually going to run because that's a big concern now, and a lot of Republicans are saying the window's closing, dude. Uh, you better hurry up. We'll, we'll tackle that a little bit tomorrow. But first, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for something we like to do every single week: American Trivia Warrior. Yeah, woo! This is a head-to-head battle of the wits, me v J. And Hannah, yes, creates all the photo, the questions rather. And she, um, they're, they're, they they used to be that she did professional trivia. Yeah. Every Wednesday, she would go out and do trivia at a bar, and then she'd bring bring the trivia back, and we would um we would actually you know compete on our own. Now she's since left that gig. And I've noticed ever since she stopped doing it professionally, the quality of the questions has diminished.
5: How dare you? Well,
1: I'm just saying last week we had a big hubbub. We never had something that happened before. That's
5: not true. We absolutely had. Well, anyway,
1: hopefully it won't happen this week. Uh, Jay, do you have your buzzer over there ready to go? My mic's not on, but I sure do. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) I'm sorry. If we don't hear your buzzer, we can't tell if you buzz in. All right. Uh, Hannah, do you have the questions ready? Yes. All right. We're going to ask the questions. The first person to answer gets the point. Now, you've got to buzz in, Jay. Don't forget. Yeah. All right, and then whoever has the most points at the end wins the uh, Mark K show weekly trivia warrior trophy to Did display. You see me just now? On the, yeah, why are you twitching? What's wrong with
5: you? I got nervous. Okay,
1: don't get nervous. Just, you know, <laughs> answer or ask good questions. Okay. All right, here we go. First one uh handed I'll take it away. The
5: windy city is Chicago. Correct. <laughs> the common phrase says you're better late than what? Never. That is correct. Um in which month is St. Patrick's Day? March. That is correct. Uh, composer Chopin was from which country? Yes.
1: France? No. Uh, Austria?
5: No. Poland?
1: Hmm. Oh, I, I think I knew that too. That's okay. But I didn't answer.
5: All right. All right. Go ahead. Which word means the same as the main villain in a book and is the
1: antagonist?
5: That is correct. Uh, what crop failed in Ireland? In uh,
1: potatoes.
5: That is correct. Oh, this uh, is neck and
0: neck.
1: Oh, wow. All
5: right. Uh, which country's film industry is known as Nollywood?
1: Yes. Uh, Nollywood? Yeah. I don't know.
5: You're not gonna give me. Any- you buzzed in. France. Okay. Jay. Uh,
2: Nigeria.
1: Yes. What? what? Yeah. They have a film industry? Yeah. Nollywood? Uh-huh. Weird. What's the score?
5: <laughs> three to three. <laughs> okay. Brian Mulroney served as Prime Minister of which Yes. Canada. That is correct.
1: Canadia, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Canadia.
5: Wow. In the Harry Potter novels, who is Harry's godfather? Mm. Yes.
1: Uh, Severus. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's wrong. uh it's the wrong. guy wrong. God damn
5: it. Yes. Serious black serious black. That is correct, Jay.
1: Started with an S. I (laughs) knew that. Oh my goodness. I like that. It came out (laughs) of your
5: mouth too, and you tried to get it back. (laughs)
0: Severus.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Dilma Rousseff was elected first female president of which country in 2010? Yes. Portugal. No. (laughs) Yes. Norway. No, it's Brazil. Oh. Uh so yeah, close. Yeah. Um okay. how is
1: Portugal close to Brazil? I don't know. They're in different continents. <laughs> they both end with an L.
5: Yeah. You know. And in Brazil they speak uh speak sprink- spreek-
1: the Portuguese
5: of the Portuguese.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're you're, you're speaking uh, Portuguese. Okay. I, see.
5: I got. It. Okay, well, sorry. Which count is used to specify quality of bed lim- linen? Thread. That is correct. Um,
1: works. Uh, <laughs> I don't need the editorial comments
5: <laughs> What is the fifth letter Of the Greek alphabet?
1: Epsilon
5: Yeah That's true um, Which? What's the score? Seven to three, Jay
1: What? Yeah. Stupid Severus Snape <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was the downfall, huh?
5: Okay. Hollywood uh, well, crap well, We have seven questions Alright, let's left. keep going then which clothing brand logo features two horses and the words original?
1: Original. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's uh, Gucci. No. Finish it.
5: Riveted. Original riveted.
1: Levi's. That is correct. What? Where are there horses on Levi's? On the butt? Yep.
5: Like right there? Rod right her? Yeah. Uh, which plant <laughs> does latex usually come from? Plant? Yeah.
1: The rubber plant.
5: That is true. Um, all right, next question. Which college basketball event takes place in spring, hint
1: March madness. That is correct. That's an actual question you came up with?
5: Yeah, hint Dylan Mulvaney didn't know what this was. Okay. Uh, next question. Which iconic French building went on fire in April of 20
1: 29- Notre Dame.
5: That I think is, my buzzer's working. That is correct. It's weird.
1: Um The Cathedral of Notre Dame, by the way.
5: In the Cathedral
1: of Notre Dame. Okay, well, the, I mean, the Dame technically is also- the
5: Brazilian rubber tree. You know,
1: who, you know who lit it on fire? Your mama. Ooh. Oh,
5: my gosh. <laughs> which film features the Corleone family? Yes.
0: Godfather. Come on, this thing not
1: working today.
5: Emerald is the
1: birthstone for which month of the... Green! <laughs> <What>? <laughs> which month of the year? Come on, Jay. Mr. I Got All the Answers. Uh, December.
5: No. It's May. It's May. And the last question. A predator at the top of the food chain has which name?
1: Yes. Alpha male.
5: No. <laughs> Jay? Lion. No. Apex. Oh. Apex predator. Apex. apex. It doesn't matter. I don't uh, think
1: that was a fit. J- that was.
5: J won 11 to 4.
1: Now it's working. It's weird.
5: Guys, it's been really fun.
1: Mark's going to complain about these questions, I'm sure. I'm Googling Nollywood right now because I don't think that's an actual thing. <laughs> it's true. Uh, listen, we got to get out of here tomorrow. Whatever you want Wednesday, folks. Whatever you want Wednesday, uh, you run the show. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Noon Eastern, 11 Central. Bye bye.